things will be perfect. And uh, and we're going. We're off. Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal isolation number one two seven five seven episode recording live. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Wood, and my very good friend, Mrs. Berry. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. I hope that you're okay. I am tickety boo, Mrs. Wook. And do you want to know why? Double check this is recording. Yes, it's recording. Okay. Tickety boo, go. Uh, I'm tickety boo because I had 12 hours sleep. That's great. I went to bed at 8.30. And the only reason I went at 8.30 and not 7.30 was because my family mocked me when at 7.30 I was like, I'm going to bed. And they were like, it's 7.30. And I went, are you sure? It feels like nine. But, oh, yeah. my God. God, I can't believe how long these days are. Oh, and because of, of course, it's not daylight saving anymore, I just hit five o'clock and I'm like, right, dinner. I know. And so dinner's done. And so because we're so used to eating between like seven and eight, by the time it's all over, I, I seriously think it's about nine, nine thirty and it's like seven o'clock. So I went to bed at eight thirty. I woke up at midnight because my children were still up and gaming and were so loud. So I went and yelled at them and Felix was upstairs gaming so loud. And so I had it from both like above and below. Ugh. And I, um, yes, yeah, so I got up and I yelled at them and then I went back to bed and then I woke up at eight 30 this morning. That's terrific. Can you, like, Oh my God. I'm really worried about when these kids go back to school. Cause my, I don't know what time my mine go to bed. No, I know. Cause I go to bed like nine o'clock. Yes. Yes. Well, I think going to bed at nine o'clock, I love going to bed at nine o'clock. I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's, it's actually like a treat. It's self-love. That's what it is. Mm, hot shower, straight to bed. Done. God, we are so bored. But I was very excited <laughs> last night to have the Goodmans over. <gasps> you had people. Had people. Um, all very sensibly well behaved and just laughing at like because I had some photo albums out that I'd been looking at and so there was a travel album that we'd done and they'd done a similar trip so we just started sharing stories about travel and and like Mrs Goodman. Oh my god it's like you had a a slide night. It was so fun (laughs) and then you know the more wine that was consumed the more outrageous the stories got and it was just like chicken soup for the soul. Yeah. It was so nourishing yeah. Um, it was just like, and, and watching Mr. Wu like roll around on the ground, slapping his legs with laughter with tears falling <laughs> down his face, it was just great. So, and so then I put something up on Twitter saying, oh, it was so lovely. And of course, like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, oh, just, yes, yes, oh, damn you. Because <laughs> the boss said I was allowed to have two people over. I know. So I had two people over. I'm telling you, my friend, like my my Mrs. Goodman, which is Mrs. Yateman, and Mrs. Cork and I, if we are not getting together tonight or tomorrow, there is going to be blood because <laughs> the plan was that we were going to get together in um, Mrs. Good, Mrs. Yateman's converted garage, which is a unit, and her hubby has a coffee van with a slushy machine. That oh, turns- the famous margarita slushies. The margarita slushies. And... <laughs> And that we're, they're just the three of us are in that in that uh in the lean to. You make sure that gets done. It has to get done. Oh my god. Because can I just say, hang on, I've just got to try and I'm just going to find the date. Talk about yourselves. Just going to look up because it is currently second of May. The second of May, and the last uh, um my period was meant to start. Sometime around the 22nd of April. Oh, you still haven't done it. So it's 44 days. Oh, my God. I feel like I have been premenstrual for a, a good three months. Like, and then I'm just, but this is what my cycle now seems to do. I either, it just arrives and I go, oh, here it is. And it's all fine. And I'm really not that terrible of a human at all. Or it's like this, where I have to expend so much energy not killing anyone. That, That's um, exhausting. Yeah, but also when I'm getting my period, I have really bad quality sleep. Yeah. 
And so that's why last night's 12 hours was so nice because I have just not had, I have not had that for pregnant. a week and a half. Pregnant. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. The, the hot flush baby. <laughs> we could make some money out of the hot flush baby. Oh, I'm sure we could. It'd be, she'd be scout if she was a girl. Scout. I would be a girl. And then um, we could monetize that baby. Mm. Oh, imagine. She'd better be cute. No, you wouldn't be able to call it Scout. We'd have to, like, sell the rights, the naming rights. So it might end up being called Mitsubishi. <laughs> Poise. <laughs> Kellogg's. Poise. Oh, my God. Mum, why, why am I named after a, you know, mature age woman's <laughs> nappy? Because I don't know. I don't know. What, in, we in thought it just sounded so pretty. Depends. Depends. We needed the income. Hey, um, how was your week? What'd you get up to? Uh, Monday was an absolute fucking shit show. Like, Aww. as soon as I opened my eyes, I just went, nah, I'm out, no interest. <laughs> so I had a real bad day on Monday, and I think that coincided with it was grey and drizzly as well. Yeah. So Monday was no good, and it's sort of gotten better every day since. So we started low and finished high. What about you? Um, mine was pretty okay, actually, I think. Like, just, you know how they all meld into one now? Yeah. Actually, like, I yesterday was day 30 of working from home. Yeah. So that's, you know, I feel like that's that's six weeks. That's quite a landmark. Are you missing your colleagues? Um, yes. Yeah. But we we do a team, like, across all the mags, like three mags, we do a, a team thing on Tuesdays and yep. then um, I probably do a Zoom with my publisher and my journo every other day and then I you know talk to my I talk to my publisher every day so that's okay but it's just I do draw a lot of energy off other people so and when the other people are your children that's a different kind of energy. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, the dog's about to go mad because I can see someone's here. Um, oh. <sighs> Get me out of here, honestly. Um, I was talking to my younger sister, Jess, who is a writer, um, uh, sort of self-employed, like writes scripts for television shows and things like that. Yeah. And she said, how's your creativity going? I said, it's gone. I said, it's gone. I don't have any. Yes. She goes, everyone I know, because she's got scripts, so she gets written the storyline and she has to write scripts, so it's not yeah. she's creating the content from scratch. She has yeah. what's going to happen to Toadie. I don't even know if he's still on it. Um, (laughs) Neighbours or something like that. Yeah, but I just like, no, I just have lost lost it and it's fine. I'm not going to panic because it'll come back. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but she said that a lot of the creative people are just there going, yeah, no, I haven't got anything. Like advertising, marketing, everyone's just like, I don't know. Oh, can I share, though, with you, there is one, there's a campaign that's out at the moment that's come from Arnott's, which I'm very excited about um, because basically every week until the ISO um, you know, rules are relaxed completely. I don't think going with this. It's great. Yep. They're releasing a recipe for one of their iconic biscuits that's, you know, been adapted so that the home cook can make it. And so they did Monte Carlo's last week. They released the Scotch Finger yesterday. Uh, so I'm I'm actually I'm, I'm gearing up. I'm going to make both like this weekend. Oh, I'd be interested in the Monte Carlo, not those other ones. They just suck you dry. <laughs> what a buttery shortbread! <laughs> yeah, no, but it's. Uh, yeah, I, like, I like how it sort of mats in your mouth. I like that. And you just scrape it off your tongue, off your top, <laughs> and then suck it out from your teeth. <laughs> So everyone, everyone can just go to foodanddrinkbusiness.com.au and just find search Arnott's and you'll find them. Yeah, and then I'll end up with a – That's a little bit of self-promotion. Pulling out a filling and I'll have to get some dental surgery. Oh, God. Do you know my dental stuff is still sitting there because I just went back to him before all this ISO stuff happened. Oh, same. And, now, and, now, and so now, oh, yeah, of course, all of your root canal and – Yeah. Yeah, all of that's just – Just sitting there under a temporary filling. Yeah, well, I'm still sitting here with, you know, half a half a implant in my mouth. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Just a screw. 
no, it's been like that for years. <laughs> and how's ISO eating going for you? Uh, I seem to either be absolutely fine and just eat like a normal human or I am just like, oh, there's someone in the background that's not yours. Okay. Hi, you're not supposed to be here, remember? <laughs> no, it's a friend of Harry's. Um, and, yeah, and then there are other days where I'm fairly convinced we're about to head into a world famine and therefore must eat absolutely everything that is a foodstuff that I can actually lay my hands on. I think between this time and last week, um, my body started to shut down <laughs> because of my ill eating habit, like really, really bad eating habits, like, you know, Chico's for lunch and Twisties for dinner and, like, my body started to hurt a little bit. <laughs> So now I've put myself back on this week. It's like more of a diet of things that have been grown from the ground. <laughs> and my my hole is saying thank you. Yeah. I'm on this thing. Shush. It can't. There's no door. Um. So yeah, that's been an improvement, and I'm yes. feeling a lot better for it. Yes. Too. I'm. I'm quite sure your your colon and your uh you know your lower intestines are just going. Oh, thank God. Like last hey. night. We- Chinese and I just like ordered like leafy green vegetables and chowed down on a bowl of those. (laughs) We were going to do um we were actually because I've found I have located a decent like Chinese place on the northern takeaway Chinese place on the northern beaches. Yes. And um and we were going to do that last night and then I forgot and I made something that was really good and now I can't remember what it was. Well, make sure you do that tonight then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you want some? Do you want some exciting news? Yes, please. Um, there was a five. There's a five bedroom terrace currently for sale in Surrey Hills. Yep. And because I have a permanent setup, like realestate.com.au search, yep. and for a for a four bedroom plus place in you know the inner city. Yep. Anyway, this place came up. It is in. Like it is smack bang in the middle of Surrey Hills. It would be four minutes walk to work. I mean, it's insane. And we're sitting there, and I'm looking at it, and you know, the boys sort of see that it's on my screen, and they come around. And because I'd said to Rob, "Look at this. It's five bedrooms. It's on the corner of Crown and Albion. It's perfect spot. Blah blah." And you know, it's only two point four five. Like that is a bargain in that spot. Bargain. And it's quite liv- like it's perfectly livable. Like it's not. You know how some of those have been boarding houses and they're just like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then I – and then at, we all sort of, you know, did the whole dream and the boys were working out, you know, saying would you stay at Bally or would you move to, like, you know, one of the, the Sydney boys or something. Not Sydney grandma, but Sydney boys or something. Anyway, and then we – and then I just sent Rob a text, even though he was right next to me, and said, you know, if we bought something, we could put tenants in it and still pay it off, like pay it off as if we were paying it off, but then also get the rent. And and then, you know, we've got something. And he went, oh, my God. And so now we're just like, now we're in the zone. Now we're like, right, we've got to save a deposit. How quickly can we save a deposit? Right, what are we going to buy first? Where are we going to buy it? Okay, right, that's not, that's not the dream place. That's just, the, you know. So, yeah. So, if you know, like, and then Rob was like, you need to talk to Kate. She's got a brain for this stuff. Mm. So, yeah. Mm, I think that that is a far too big a mortgage to start. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, we're not. <laughs> small part of that, can so. you imagine? Can you imagine? Hi, this, I'm a first homeowner. And, uh, yeah, I want a $2.5 million house. No. Yeah. No, let's start with a unit. Well, I would. Um, this must be fascinating to our listeners, but I'll just quickly dive in with my opinion. I would just not be buying anything at the moment. I would just be waiting to see what's going to happen over the next 12 months. And then I would probably look at somewhere in Potts Point yes. um, for a big Art Deco three-bedroom unit. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to take us at least two years to get the yeah. deposit. So that's, what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. That's my next project purchase is an Art Deco apartment in Potts Point. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Let's get, like, let's find two, like, and then when we're old, yes, we can just live across the corridor from each other. That would be. <gasps> How good would that be? Yeah, and I'll be onto my third or fourth husband by then. <laughs> and 
Oh, you talk such a good game. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so look at – so I'm telling you all this because, look, you can be 47 and still just be growing up, just be coming to the realisation that probably a lot of you came to when you were 25 and having your – and yeah, you know, but, buying a house, whereas but, I had a kid with a mongy chromosome. Well, I bought my first house when I was a youngster and um, I paid one seventy for it. Wow. Three bedrooms. Yeah. Three bedrooms, one seventy four. One seventy. <gasps> my God. I know. And then um, uh, Mr. Wigan, I used to go to auctions like 10 years later, we'd laugh because like a two-bedroom uh, semi in Crow's Nest would go for four fifty, and we'd go, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that is because uh, we like that's back in the late 1990s and basically you could work it out that a bedroom was 50 grand yeah so yeah so a three bedroom place is about 150 yeah i mean that's insane bored now yeah so boring my god we're talking about sydney real estate sorry everyone god, we but you know if people you know i don't know yeah anyway that's that then Can um what i've been involved in Yes. Um, well, I've just been learning about and watching a lot of TikTok. Do you know about TikTok? Yes, I know about TikTok. And you know that you and I knowing about TikTok is the death knell for TikTok. I know because um, uh, they've been talking about TikTok for such a long time around here and doing TikToks and, and like things that have been like purchased because some famous TikToker has got it on her wall so it has to go on Jack's wall. And, and so now that I've got time, I've been going, oh, I'm going to look at TikTok. And it's just disturbs me really yes like like girls in eating disorder wards doing dances and in psych wards and like it's just yeah your your algorithm is very different from what i I get there clicked on something somewhere because i don't know how to get out of it now but um but some of it's really funny and then you've just seen all these old birds joining it now because they're just would like us and i'm like and my kids like please don't join i said i promise you i will never ever put up a video <laughs> I said that's the young person's game. I'm happy to admit that, but when yeah. you see the older people on it, it's just like, dude, really? You're gonna yeah. make so uncool. Yeah, I know. It's just like as soon as soon as you got like you know, as soon as you start getting any any human like our age, particularly and then you've got on, like the people like Guy Sebastian and all those sort of celebrities who have got no work on oh yeah. they're all getting on to it now because they're still trying to like i could imagine that it would be terrible like trying to be relevant in this world that changes so quickly one day you're in the next day you're out but yeah tiktokers like make a question from doing it but they're all yeah yeah it's oh. disgusting you don't be going on the tiktok please oh who's that out there oh <laughs> So mum came down last night and asked Rob to um, – that today she was going to fertilise the lawn and uh, if he could go out and do the – The aeration. The aeration. Well, I came home and saw her doing that, so then I basically uh, waylaid Jasper. Yes. So Rob has got uh, Jasper out there doing it. Jasper has been in peak teenage bad mood. Like, I can't tell you, it is – like just you know when it just oh yeah it just it emanates out of their entire being it's like an aura of just mood you know and and I actually caught I cornered him actually this is something I wanted to tell you about so I've had a point um hang on I'm just I'm very parched I need a drink hang on okay and I'm focusing um <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to tell you that um, sit down. Uh, that uh, so um, I've had I've had the experience this week with three of my children. Oscar is driving me to a point of I'm just so demented, but anyway. Um, so the others where I have just wanted to rip them a new one, like, you know, when you just, they just reach that point and you're just like, they just, they just need it. They just need a good, you know, just absolute ripping into them. And then when I've actually gone to do it, 
I've just in, I've just done the complete opposite. Like I've just sat down next to them, and like so Jasper, I was just like he's just being an asshole to Grover and just so mouthy and anyway, and um, <laughs> so and I was just going to go to him. Can you just stop being a fucking asshole? Like just, just shut it. And instead, I just went up to him and I went, you know. You seem really crumpled. Are you okay? What's going on? And just got this whole thing out of him of just like he's just so, you know, just being stuck in this house is just getting him down. And it was like, oh, my God, like, wow. And then I did a similar thing with Grover. And he was – because I was just – he has just been – to get him – to get him off the computer is – and gaming is basically the equivalent of trying to get an ice addict to, you know, come off ice. And same thing. I just wanted to go, no, that's it. It's gone. Done. Not going to happen. I just knew this is, that is, this is a long game, you know. Yeah. Same thing. And then I dragged everyone out for their flu shot on Thursday. And Felix, when I sort of told Felix about it the other day, he sort of said something about, oh, why do I have to have it? Or, you know, what's the point? Or I better just... And I was preoccupied and I was busy and I just, you know, I just went, what? No, no look, I don't know. Look, we're just getting it, right? Just, just... And then sort of, and then, you know, as I say, barb-mobiled, I should say mum-mobiled, um, everyone out of the house on Thursday afternoon and he was in a mood about it and just being a dick and... Anyway, so I was so cranky and then he'd wanted whatever it was for dinner and, and I'd busted a gut to get it made before he had to go to work and then he just didn't even eat it. And he's just like, I've got to go, got to go to work. So Rob was like, okay, I'll take him. And I picked him up and it was fucking, you know, he finished at midnight and instead he came out at quarter to one in the morning. What have you been doing? Oh, they were stacking shelves, like shelves are stacking at Woolies. Oh, yeah. And then one guy hadn't turned up and, you know, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so I said to him, do you want to talk about today? And he went, and we just had this, he was like, I don't really know how to say it and I don't really know, you know. And I said, well, there's no wrong, like it's how you feel. So just, you you know, just say how, what what was going on. And so he just sort of told me where where he was at and why he'd sort of been like that and, one of the reasons was that when we all go out together, it really triggers his anxiety because of when we, when he was a lot younger, like a teenager, and we'd always go out, we'd go out all together, and it would always be just so stressful and something, it would all go to shit. Yep. I hadn't even, I hadn't even, and then I, because of course I'm thinking in my head, I was thinking, yeah, but that's because you were an asshole, like, and you would bait and torment your brothers to a point that that's what would happen, like you were the, sort of the reason that it went to shit. And anyway, so we kept talking about it. And then I said to him, and then I said, oh, I, um, I'm i sorry that you're, you know, traumatised by that when you were a young you know. And um, And he said to me, he goes, well, uh, he said to me, thank you. Rob just bought me a fancy drink. I'll show you in a minute. Um, and then he said to me, um, that's okay. I know that I was one of the main like, constituents. We just had this amazing chat about it when I'd really just wanted to go like fucking hell, Felix. It doesn't work in the end. It doesn't work. But it's, 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 it's just, you know, I'm not saying this to say, oh, look at, look at me, look at how, what a quality parent I am. Because every single one of them, I had the intention of just going and going, stopping a fucking asshole. Oh, in my dreams, I smack them. <laughs> but I can never get a good contact. You know, it never really works. Oh, so it's just so dissatisfying. I know. I know. Anyway, when we got home, we pulled into the driveway and he just went, I'm really glad we talked about this. Thanks, Mum. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. You, you go all right, though. I must admit, you go all right. I go all right. I know that a lot of our listeners are not going all right. Oh, my God. And really, who can blame them? Hey, before we before we talk about that, look at this. What's that? Let me just... That looks like some sort of ginger. Oh, fuck, it's strong. I can't drink it. <laughs> Is it? It made, me, it made me this beautiful drink and I've just gone, oh, God, so strong. 
Um, it's a it's called an Amalfi um, spritz. So it's made with limoncello and prosecco. Oh god, that would just bounce off my stomach. <laughs> so you know, because I only have like I have a gin and tonic maybe twice a week. Yeah. So this is quite this is quite outlandish, and it's not it's not for me. <laughs> No, especially if you haven't eaten anything. Oh. No, I made everyone, um, we had a big, like, or not big, I made everyone an egg and bacon roll for lunch today. I had cheese and toasted sandwiches on Turkish and it was so good. Oh. Okay, here's my tip. Here's my tip. Yes, yes. Turkish sandwiches. Put your fillings in with cheese, put it in the microwave for a minute, right? Yeah. Don't, don't look at me like that. Then get your sandwich press out, spray it with yep. olive oil, get it as hot, as hot as Hades, and then yep. put toasty in and so the outside becomes seared and crispy but it's very hard to cook an even toasty thick bread so yes. that's my tip to you today that is genius and i and you are the sandwich queen i am the sandwich queen yes hey um yeah so shout out to all our listeners who are having a pretty horror yeah and, and at, especially, time. especially those with little kids like i really feel you i know um Oh, that's what I was going to tell you, what my highlight of the week was. I snuck out for all of an hour and I went to Kmart and I just sort of did one of those wander around Kmart sort of shops, you know, where you just buy random shit you don't need. Well, no, I got some, as you'll see here, I just got really plain black, long sleeve tees that you can just layer yes Mrs. Yeah. Luke I am layering thank you I now feel cold <laughs> I don't know the great gut ache of 2020 if that's what its job was to do that is it has <laughs> succeeded yes thermostat <laughs> yes um so I got a couple of those and then I um and I picked up myself a pair of winter jammies nice so I've got like and I'm like oh my god I'm so excited like, about a pair of jammies flannels with like teddy bears on them or some shit like no, that no because that's what Kmart does no they had some really cool so they've got like I'll show you they're right here do you know what I thought I might do look oh they're cute and then the top is just the sort of matching blue yeah just long sleeve long sleeve top but it's bamboo yeah nice Oh, so yeah, nice. Found in your own sweat. Yeah. I mean, not that I sleep in them, but it's just to wear around the house. Yeah. I don't, under, I don't understand how anyone sleeps in clothes. Oh, I, I can't stand sleeping in the nude. I cannot stand it. I don't understand. Don't you just get so hot when you're wearing no. those clothes? No. And don't the clothes all wrap around you and get twisted and... No. <sighs> wow. You and I must sleep very differently. I think we do. Do you know what I bought? <laughs> nothing. I bought nothing all year. I joined that challenge. Oh yeah. And um, and now I don't really want to buy anything. Gee, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I've got enough shit, really. Yeah. And I should be sort of like you know Mother's Day's coming up, so I'll buy from a local business then for my mum and my mother-in-law. But I've just really changed the way that I would consume shit. It's been quite good in that sense. Is Mother's Day tomorrow or is it next okay. week? Next week. That's next week. Okay. I've actually got presents already. That's I am amazed at myself. Look at you go. I got them from Baby Mac, from Add to Cart. Oh, how much do you love that shop? Oh my god. It's so <laughs> I just I just like so much. I just ping just... Beth all the time and go, Well that go with that. Lucy and her have just got this such a gift for just putting together awesome oh. shit. They do. They do. So, yes, I have bought so much from them this year. <laughs> and it feels so nice. It feels yeah. so, so nice buying from a little business that's just giving it a red-hot go and, and at that just doing so well at it. Yeah, no, talk about well-timed. Yes. Um, okay, there was something else. Oh, so one of our – I'm just um, I'm just going to find it. One of our – Listeners, listeners, how do you how do you find the chats? No, I don't know. That when people have sent you one, but you, they're not like 
Oh, maybe I need to go into Facebook to do those ones. Um, anyway, one of our listeners whose name is – oh, no, I didn't write it in my notes. I just wrote the watch. The well, just give us the gist. She does a charity. Oh, I might need to do it on my – This is riveting. Shush. Oh, from Karen Livingston. He's one of our one of our beautiful flushes. Um, so she works for a charity called Women Can, uh, which is doing a Mother's Day campaign, asking for people to donate big or small to celebrate uh, their mums on Mother's Day. Women Can supports the research of Australian Australian New Zealand gynaecological oncology group, whose research is focused on clinical trials and pioneering new discoveries, so women can live longer after being diagnosed with a um, gynae cancer. Six and a half thousand women every year. Um, oh, okay. That's a weird sentence. But basically I think six and a half thousand women are diagnosed with a gynae cancer every year. And um, as you can imagine, many of the associated issues of which menopause and early, early menopause is of concern. And then, oh, and she's actually asking if we wouldn't mind a post talking about the campaign. No, that'll be fine. We, that's Karen, it's fine. Um, and thank you for asking. Yes. So yeah. Um, so that's that's so that's something to look it up. So when it's women can and it's women, all one word and then capital C A N. Um, yeah. So I, I really like that. I really like the idea of us supporting um, things like that. That you know, so yeah, good chat. Um, right. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, okay. What was the favourite thing you cooked this week? Um, I cooked a very good toaster sandwich today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't remember. It all sort of rolled into one, and just that that whole thing of dinner is just doing my fucking head in because I, I, I make the stupid mistake of asking what would you like for dinner and then so I'm just going to start cooking what I feel like eating and if they don't eat it then that's not my problem yeah yeah that's the way to go yeah. I, did, I just did some roast chooks on last Sunday night and they were so good I don't know why they were as good as they were but they were amazing. And I wanted to do those glass-bottom potatoes like Annabelle yep. Crab does. And, and I've never been able to get the bottoms, like that glassy, the way they're meant to be. And oh, I put out – I cook the bejesus out of them. I foolishly put a thing out on, on the Insta, just going, what am I doing wrong? And I got I, – seriously, I felt like I got 3,000 people telling me how to make, like, roast potatoes. And I – I mean, it made me sound like such a fucking prima donna, but it was like, guys, know how to make roast potatoes. I want the crunchy bottom ones. <laughs> anyway, yes, you cook the fucking bejesus out of them. They were in the oven for about two hours. Yeah, but they're worth it. Yeah, they were bloody good. Oh, and you received <laughs> a new appliance this week, Kim. This week, Kim, tell us all about it. Wait, what? A new appliance. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got a dead body closet, a dead body storage unit on my back veranda. I can't believe you've got a, a deep freezer on your veranda. Yep, yep. That is peak bogan. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Like I said to, um, I said to someone that I feel like I'm a hair's whisker from having a car up on blocks. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of crossbreed mongrel dogs sort of on chains at the back fence. <laughs> Dude, that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up. So I know about these things. You know about it. You're like, you're there. I know about um, it. I'm going to show you. Hey, this is, oh, that's what I was going to say before. Do you know what? Because I've got the video recordings of this as well as the audio, we could totally do a Patreon thing where we put up th these videos. Oh, God, um, don't do that now because, like, I think I've been picking my nose. and. No, you haven't. So well, this I, is now I, a background, right? I look like I'm half dead. So look, this is the background. We moved the table over there. Like this is look at look at my plants. I can't see you because you've got yourself on freeze. 
Yeah, but can't you see I'm showing you the back? There's no, a dead freezer. Can you see? I can't it? see anything. I can just see you lying in bed. What? Still? Yeah. I was frozen. It just yeah. hasn't caught up. I told you that. Yeah. I haven't been lying up there on the bed for ages. I know. Oh. Well, now I was down here showing you my deep freeze. And guess what we've done as well? Because <laughs> it does get some afternoon sun on it, and and it is the after, and, and it is also. Um, you know, it is outside. I mean, it's undercover, but it's outside and we live near the beach, so it needs to be protected because it's my precious. Um, is we've got some of those reflective, <laughs> those reflective things that you put on the inside of your oh, car mirror. Oh, kidding. <laughs> oh, God. You need to get like an, air, an aviary of budgies and you're done. <laughs> that is so true, actually. You're done. That is that is exactly what I need. Here, I'm going to take a photo of it. All right, and I'm going to send it to you. Goodman couldn't believe that you could get through life to this point with that many children and not have a deep freeze. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Goodman. She, yeah. she it is that is true. It is very true. That's why I'm freeze. She has a drinks fridge. She's got like an outside fridge, and she's got her regular fridge. Yeah. That is yes. the level of freedom that you've Yes. Well, now I've got the the dead body closet and I've got the, a bar fridge and I've got a big double door fridge. Yes. Oh, I didn't like it. It's not bubbly enough and it's too strong. Well, the recipe was actually no. one shot of Prosecco and one and a half shots of lemon. I was like, that's too much. So I just did it one to one. Yeah. I went to put soda water in and then soda water exploded on me. I'm like, fuck you, soda water. It's just going to be Prosecco and lemon cello. <laughs> So we can more No. Just see it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to move on to the questions this week. I'm going to read them out because I've got them in front of me. Oh, you're very clever. Lisa asks, one word to describe your lockdown experience? Mine is unity. Our family is more united than ever, and I suspect we might be red. Wait, you need to say that again because Grover was just Grover, piss off. talking to me. Mm-hmm. One word to describe your lockdown experience. Mine is unity. Our family is more united than ever, and I suspect we might be rare. Oh, no, that's us too. That really is us. We're just – everyone is just such a tight unit. It's quite it's quite lovely. Even though, you know, we the boys do get frazzled and sick of each other. Uh, I'm the opposite. I can't wait for this to over. I'm just, like, on a knife's edge the whole entire time. Mm. Mrs. Berry, what recipe can't you cook? What is your <laughs> I don't look. I I don't cook things that are pretty, you know, like like fancy fancy decorations on cake or or things that need a light hand. I I can't do that sort of stuff, you know. I mean, let's not forget the decade of penis cakes that technically were, you know, rockets. Yeah. A lot more Prosecco. <laughs> it's a lot more Prosecco. A lot more Prosecco. <laughs> Rob just bought me a bucket of Prosecco. Sonia asks, will Victorians get to – when will Victorians get to emerge from our bunkers? I don't know. I don't know. You just have to check. It's all different to, from different states. I know that Queensland, are, they're having a party this weekend, but you just got to check. Yeah. And I, I do actually think that Daniel Andrews did a really good job in Victoria when it all sort of first started to happen. Um, but that might be, you know, there might be very different um, attitudes or, or opinions and, you know, even today, in the state. Even today there was an outbreak in a meat processing eight. So, you know, you've just got to be sensible, I suppose. Oh, was there? Where was that at? In Victoria. You should know about that, darling. I do know. I need to know about that. Okay, Belinda, advice needed. This is a beauty. How to politely tell your boss that the word they should be using is repository, not suppository. Oh. <laughs> you just have to do it with a joke. It, it'd be painful. It, 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 I think you mean, you know, repository. It'd be very painful to be doing that if you, you know, if you're uh, inserting it into your anus. I would probably just email him um, the definition, the Webster definition dictionary. Of no, that. that's too passive. Hey, um, do you know that my brother was on uh, Sale of the Century and I think he won for two nights in a row 
and then he got knocked out in the last like when he got knocked out it was in fast money because he said it was he said it was the uh that it was the texas book suppository not the texas book depository yes <laughs> and then he just got so he got so distracted by it that he just uh yeah i would scream and run off the stage yeah, yeah. Kirsten asks, and this is going to contain the C word, I have nothing but my kids are cunts. <laughs> yes, I saw cunts. Judge away. P.S. I'm one day off my period and I can't believe I birthed such entitled shits, raised them by myself. I just need to bleed. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to that point too many a time and oh. I've done the same thing, but they're going through it as well and we've just got to all take a big deep breath, retreat to your room, do some deep breathing and realise that this is hard for them as well because we understand a little bit more than them as well, but I totally get you. Oh, look, but I get that whole, you know, that rage that you get about how entitled they are? Oh, oh my God. Oh, like, my God. One of them just came up to me with a sign saying, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I you knew I was going to be podcasting. I'm not, yes. you know that I can't be distracted. Oh, like, you know what I mean? It's just like yes. everything can stop. Because my needs are more important than, than anyone else's. That is it. Like, no, this cannot, there's no concept in their head that this could possibly wait, like, for another five minutes or, you know, this has to be answered right now. Yeah. And that was what, that was what Grover, was, Grover was at me because he wanted to ask if he could make himself a hamburger. <laughs> I'm like, what the, f-? like, just, like, what? You need to ask me. <sighs> Sonia wanted to say thanks. This group is so supportive and I was overwhelmed with love last week when I seriously lost my shit, so thank you. Aw. Aw. You are welcome. Christina, it was freaking awesome to go for a drive today within a 50-kilometre radius. Now I understand. Dog, I literally went down the window and stuck my head outside. I hope everyone is healthy and safe this long weekend. Is it a long weekend? No, healthy and safe this weekend. Oh, my God, I totally get you. <laughs> Window down, head out, taking all the smells. My husband has been, this is from Jackie, my husband has been buying this two for $20 wine at Vintage Cellars and hell, it's giving me a tummy grief, aching and bloated. I love my wine, but he's a, he's a pretty decent old Shiraz himself, but let's talk booze bloat. It's a new thing for me. Stop, stop with the wine. Just give the wine a rest for a while. I honestly, I um. You well, can have too know. much wine. Have a vodka lime and soda with heaps of fresh lime, um, lots of ice, sip it slowly. Just, yeah, wine is so acidic anyway. So if um, you – Has he tried – I wonder if the – you know the drops that you can put in it? Um, that Because I bought some of the drops that you can buy at the um, bottom the shop. Cheap uh, one they, they deal with the, I think they deal with the sulfides that are in it. Yeah, and I, I'd rather not drink than drink revolting drink. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if that might help. Um, but really, I mean, now I know I can't drink, um, I can't drink wine or beer without just hot flush central. Yeah. So, um, and also she's drinking, she's drinking cheap wine. Yeah, you know, she's always going to get you. <laughs> Just don't drink cheap wine. That's Donna, Donna asks, is anyone else over the insensitive Mother's Day dialogue already? It's all about people who can't see their mother or children due to COVID. No consideration for people impacted by distance, alienation or death, regardless of the virus. Oh, look, I have, okay, okay. I, I have real yeah. struggles with this stuff because... <sighs> There's always going to be someone who is who is hurt or left out or um, impacted by these big these big commercial. you know commercial you know Valentine's Day but your partner died of cancer or was killed some it's just it's just going to happen and I I think and when, it you're is dealing with, when you're dealing with these events on on such a huge scale. You just have to, you just got to pull yourself back because otherwise, everything that's on is going to have a caveat. You know, oh happy, you know, happy Mother's Day. Oh, I can't believe I'm not going to see you. Let's give a shout out to all of those who aren't going to see them because they're, you know, it's just it's too much. 
Yeah, and I think if you feel that way, just step away. It's just a day. It was invented by a woman who lost her mother um, who, and then Hallmark ran with the idea and it really is just such crap, honestly. I don't, I hate yeah. it. So every day she's another day. Rona, the dreams. Oh, the weird fucking dreams. <laughs> Stop. I'm not a good sleeper. I love sleep. But the wire, these wire dreams are all kind of fucked. Oh, my God. I don't know. Yours have been next level. Next, next level. Next level. And I was telling Mrs. Goodman last night, I've, I've backed off the booze this week and amped up the leafy greens and my weird dreams have stopped. Well, that says something, doesn't it? Yeah. But mine were just like, you know, I was at the butchers with Jim from Neighbours. <laughs> we bought a chicken, but it was a tadurkin. Like it was like, so real. Oh, God. But, yeah, apparently, Rona, you're not the only one. There is, like, a huge, huge amount of people now talking about their weird-ass dreams. Next. Kate Walker. How do I cope when everyone else's world has stopped spinning but mine is spiralling out of control? I work in aged care and have been doing many extra shifts plus full-time uni online. And trying to school a nine-year-old from home. Harvey is a bloody godsend and picks up the slack, but he's also working 13-hour days, five days a week. Once all this craziness is over, I reckon essential worker needs a month's holiday. Yeah, absolutely. Paid. Yeah. I know that um, the CEO of Woolworths this week said that um, all of their staff, I'm presuming all of their permanent staff, not the casuals, I don't know, will actually be getting a bonus this year because of everything, like just how hard they've been working and what they've yeah. been putting up and what they've been putting up with. And they've also got a 300% profit on where they should be this financial year. So they deserve that. Yeah. Okay. Anne says 58, 59 in a month. Shit. Righto. That was a shock to count. Anyway, I, I'm just, lately I am just hot a lot. I thought it was a fever, but no. No other gory stuff, but the body heat is awful. Nothing to ask. It's pyjama days. I'm just being a slack person for once. It feels naughty and strange. Okay, Anne, bamboo is your friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, hot. it's hot. It's hot. Don't try and avoid caffeine, spicy foods. There are all the good fun stuff, booze. Um, it's just so sugar. Fair sugar. You know, so that's been the third thing for me. So you know how I can't do – Wine and caffeine, or alcohol and caffeine, except alcohol in very small amounts and seemingly not beer and wine, um, is sugar. So if I have sugar in the form of, like, chocolate, then I, I, I will hot flush within an hour or two. Chocolate also has a lot of caffeine in it as well. Oh, let's see. There you go. Okay. So, yeah, diet. Patty finally bit the bullet and shaved her legs for the first time in 15 years. Who did? Patty. <laughs> Patty. Does this what on earth? What beauty parlor? Well, she would be in my. Well, she asked, does this mean beauty parlors will reopen next week? She would be in my camp that we're both waxers. And oh, I see. I right. Had, it wasn't that she had just had, you know, no. not partaken in. No, she's not an animal. But, um, yeah, so she's shaved. I almost shaved. Plenty of women don't shave their legs because they just, you know, don't want to. It's not like because they're an animal. I know. Okay. Stand having unshaved legs. I cannot stand it. I can't stand the feel of it. Radio, where are you going? Oh, yes. Yeah, which I probably should have noticed half an hour ago when I was down there last. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble now, aren't I, from the hair. But anyway, that's my opinion. No, no, if you don't like it, then you don't like it. Yes. Fine. But I'm desperate to get mine waxed. Mine are, like, quite hairy and thick. Patty, they'll probably be open tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ladies, collect, calling on your collective experience, how to tell an absolutely lovely, hardworking person that their work attire is simply not up to standard. This is oh, her oh. first year in the role, and I'm firmly of the belief that silence about the matter just reinforces that what she is wearing is acceptable. But I don't want to destroy her confidence, 
such a fine line. Any advice would be appreciated. I just watched that episode of 30 Rock where Liz Lemon had to school that lovely blonde girl on her outfits. What would you do, Kim? Well, well, I need more. I need more context. How old is this person? What is the role? Um, what is it about her outfit that you find inappropriate? Yeah, I think that without, like, if you're in a creative role or a retail role, or yeah, it kind of differs from from. Yeah, but, but, but and just because you and just because it makes you feel uncomfortable or you don't think it's acceptable, doesn't mean it's not acceptable. Well, you know, and if you're working for a larger corporation, there would be a, a, a work attire policy. There would be, yes. But if you wanted to go down that route, um, are you this person's in charge? Are you, are you this person's manager? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's not in here. If you want to ping us an email, um, you can probably answer we that can, very Kirsty. We can revisit it. Okay. This is one what that I... Do? Die. Am I being... a Am I actually really being a bitch or is it ISO sensitivity? Husband is getting cross with me every day for saying things I say or the way I say it. Pretty sure my words and tone haven't changed over the 13 years that we've been together. Okay. You're just getting irritated at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely normal. And he, you need to be able to say to him, Di, um, like, it's only irritating you because you're getting it more than normal. Well, I think you actually need to just have a have a like I've been doing with the boys that instead of actually losing your shit, you actually you know sort of go, what's going on here? Are you just you know frustrated that you can't go out? How can we how can we manage this better? Like, are you going to go out for a run or a walk or a you know like you you can't yeah you can't it's um but but I don't like the way that he's getting cross with you. No, that's a bit. No, that's completely. That's not cool. Because yeah. you know, I ca I can't imagine that. You know, I don't know. Butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure there's a million things that shit him off about you, but you just a grown up and know how to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's it from us this week, Kim. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That shot by very, very quickly. Um, yeah. I've got nothing to look forward to. What about you? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've got much either, actually. Okay, so maybe we should be focusing next week on things that we can look forward to as the company, as the country starts to open up over the next few weeks. I want you to start thinking about what are you going to do for you. I'm going to wax myself from head to toe and get my nails done because that makes me feel better. Fantastic. I am going to bake. I'm going to make some home versions of Monte Carlo's and Scotch fingers. And I've done my menu plan for the next week that I'm actually excited about. Well, isn't it funny how our, our lives have changed by that soup virus? Oh, yes. Anyway, well, you take care out there. Thank you so much for listening. We've got a whole heap of people oh, yeah. trying to join the group, but we're just sort of slowing it down at the moment yeah. uh, because we don't have a lot of time to go in there and check it out the whole time. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, okay. Bye, Oscar. Bye, everyone. As we like to say, just keep plucking. Bye. Bye.